Hello, and welcome to Tools to Create a Better Life with myself, Glenice Hughes. Thank you so much for listening in. I am so incredibly grateful for every one of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So today we're going to be talking all about the How to Become Money workbook, which is a workbook that was created many years ago uh, by Gary Douglas, who's the founder of Access Consciousness. And you can buy it uh, pretty much anywhere, Amazon, Kindle, from the Access Consciousness site. Uh, I'll put a link in the in the blog post. It's amazing. You can also get the audio version, which I love, love, love listening to and listen to pretty much every night for a hundred nights. While I did a program with a few hundred people called a hundred times in a hundred days, which is where we did the questions. There's 13 of them from the how to become money workbook every day for a hundred days and we finished on January 2nd of 2020, uh, started I think late September of 2019. Oh my gosh, I'll tell you what, that was a commitment and a half for me because that was an everyday thing. Even when we traveled to Australia, even when we, you know, over Christmas, over New Year's, all of it. And I'm so grateful, like, so incredibly grateful. Even just the the choice of doing it and choosing it every day for me personally. And I told everybody who took it, you know, it didn't actually matter. Uh, I'm a little OCD and it was a little bit easier to do a program where we did it every day, but please know it is not necessary to do it every day. Just something that I chose and uh, and just wow, wow, wow. And so this radio show, I am going to be talking about my takeaways from the program and doing it a hundred times. Now, previous to that, in also in 2019, I'd ran a six month program where we went through the workbook uh, every two weeks. And sorry, I should clarify that. We went through the questions, we went through a chapter and the questions every two weeks. And, uh, and so it wasn't like we went through the entire workbook every two weeks. <laughs> we just went through a chapter and the, and the um, questions. So I had done it those times and I had also done it previous to that too, a few times, not all that many. Uh, so I had a little bit of experience prior to these hundred days for sure. And so really, I, I would say I had, you know, let's say the, the prep of it done to, to go into 100 days. And still, I received so much more from the information that I would say I've ever, ever, ever received from it before. So let's, let, let me share with you what I received from it. Now, probably one of my biggest ahas early on because one of the questions in the book is, I believe it's actually the first one, what is money? Yeah. <laughs> wow, guys. So that was a lot of energy. Everything that brought up, well, you destroyed, uncreated all, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, put, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Uh, and so for anybody who's not familiar, that is the clearing statement from Access Consciousness. You can go to theclearingstatement.com for information on how it works. For today's show, just please know it works like a magic wand. And so when we are talking about something or asking questions, when there's that sort of a funky energy that comes up, what we want to do is we want to clear it. And so that's what the, the clearing statement does. 
And so with that question and asking myself that question uh, three times every day for 100 days, very early on, I really got that money and cash are not the same thing. And I would say, I don't think I ever really truly got that before. Like I would speak about money when I actually meant cash. So what does that mean? For money, and this is a quote from the book, there is no difference between you and money except the points of views that you give it. Okay? There is no difference between you and money except the points of views you give it. So when we're saying, oh, I'd really like more money this month, that actually doesn't make sense because there's no difference between you and money. What you're looking to, what you're asking for when you say that is actually you would like cash. So what I started doing was always ensuring that I was asking for cash also. So yes, asking for money and wealth also, and cash. So that was just one of the, the I would say, the very, not maybe my first takeaway, I'm not really sure where it landed, um, but very early on that I just went, wow, money is everything. Now, when I say money is everything, it also is money is nothing. So it's not from significance. Money is everything. Money is the end all be all. That's not it at all. It's that money is everything. Money's air. I'm looking at a curtain right now. Money's a curtain. Uh, my body, uh, the snow outside, like money is everything. Money is energy. And everything is energy. My body is energy. My being is energy. The curtain is energy. The snow is energy. So when we talk about money, you know, being money, we already be money. So we can get a little bit energetically incongruent with our asks when we're asking for more money, when really what we mean is more cash. So that was one of the first takeaways. The other one, and I would say, I mean, I, I, if you've listened to me at all, you know I talk about this tool a lot. It's the interesting point of view tool. But by doing this 100 times in 100 days, I truly got that your point of view creates your financial reality. Your point of view creates your financial reality. Your point of view creates your financial reality. Everything that brings up, lead, destroy, and uncreate it all, and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot-pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Because what happens is that we either, you know, say we pick it up from our parents or society, or we're just aware of it or whatever, and we have these things that are often in a sense, hidden from us. And I don't know that hidden is the right word, but we're not aware of them. So we might say stuff like, oh, well, money doesn't grow on trees. Or, oh, I'd love to go on that trip, but I don't have the money. Or um, I'll never have enough money to do what I want. Or money's only for the rich. Or like, there's all these things that we say or we think that a lot of times we're not actually present enough with ourselves to actually acknowledge the point of view that's there. And it's one thing that is asked over and over and over in the book. 
what is the underlying point of view there? And so I actually started doing that with myself. Because yes, we can just run, you know, if I heard myself say, oh, you know, it's going to be hard in December because business slows down in December, right? That's just a really interesting point of view. So I could go straight to interesting point of view, I have that point of view, interesting point of view, I have that point of view and use that tool, which is a brilliant tool. And I found it often to be more effective when I was willing to look at what is the underlying point of view there. So when I would hear myself say a point of view, then I'd go, ah, okay, so what is the underlying point of view here? Because often the the obvious point of view (laughs) isn't the point of view. I mean, it it is. (laughs) Now I'm just being silly, but you know what I mean? Like it's, there's something else underneath that. And not always, but often. So if you look at that, and and you might even want to write that question down, what is the underlying point of view here? Because when you clear that underlying point of view, then all of the points of views on top of that go away. Talk about magic, right? And when I talk about clearing it, you can, of course, use the clearing statement. But I really recommend interesting point of view. I have that point of view. So let's say you had the, you know, the December's a really tough business, uh, a month in business because everybody in Christmas and all the things. And you said, okay, so truth, and I like to use that first, truth, what is the underlying point of view there? And let's say I got that it was, um, there's never enough money. Okay, that was the underlying point of view. There's never enough money. And I'd bring up that energy. There's never enough money. There's never enough money. And I would intensify it, which doesn't ever feel very good. But I suggest doing it just for a moment. You don't have to do it for 20 minutes or anything like that. But just intensify that energy. There's never enough money. There's never enough money. There's never enough money. There's never enough money. Interesting point of view. I have that point of view. Interesting point of view, I have that point of view. Interesting point of view, I have that point of view. Interesting point of view, I have that point of view. Interesting point of view, I have that point of view. And you just continue to do it until there's no more energy on it. And it might take, you know, three or four times doing it. It might take 10, might take 20. You might do it today and then it come up again tomorrow and do it a little bit more tomorrow. Like there's no right or wrong with it. You just want to be present with it and clear it. Because your point of view truly creates your financial reality. So you can even look at, you know, maybe you don't have a point of view in mind right now, but look at something in your finances that doesn't work for you and ask, truth what is the underlying point of view here and just start clearing just start clearing and so along with that you know your point of view truly creates your financial reality we'll call it takeaway number two um kind of goes hand in hand with number three which allowance is the key to infinite wealth infinite money and infinite cash allowance which means you're not aligning and agreeing with anyone or anything and you're not resisting and reacting. And I know when I first started studying these tools back in 2011, um, and I got the, 
I really got that your point of view creates your reality. Like it really made sense to me. Then when, and usually it was hubby, but of course could be friends or clients or whatever would say something that was an interesting point of view. I would go into the resistance and reaction of it. You know, so maybe hubby would say, oh, that's too expensive. And whether it was in my mind or out loud to him, it would be like, oh, it's not too expensive. Don't say that. That is just going to create less. And what are you doing? And don't. (laughs) So recognize that allowance is actually having no point of view whatsoever no matter what people are choosing around you. And the really cool thing, and this is where I really tripped myself up for many years, and interesting choice, was that I believed that in order for me to choose the financial reality I desired, I had to have hubby have the same points of views as me. And it's not true. It's not true. You can actually create whatever you desire financially and in any other area of your life, no matter what the people's points of views around you are, unless you give them the power to do that, to, 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 you know, to affect your points of views. So for me, I know that I did that on purpose. Now, I mean, on purpose, I wasn't like I was sitting around thinking about it, but essentially on purpose to ensure that I didn't create what I desired. So it was kind of like this distraction to create less because it worked and but then I got to distract and I got to blame and I mean all the crazies right there. But really allowance is the key to infinite wealth, money and cash. And how do you choose allowance? The tool, interesting point of view, (laughs) I have that point of view in your head all the time. So when you hear people talking, you know, about the economy and how horrible it is and how the government's at fault and this, if it wasn't like this, then it would be like this and interesting point of view, I have that point of view. It could also be interesting point of view, they have that point of view, but recognize if you're being triggered by it. If you're being triggered by it, then you have it also, or you're resisting and reacting, so you need to acknowledge that. Interesting point of view, I have that point of view. But if you're just sitting there and you're hearing it and you're recognizing its interesting points of views, then interesting point of view, they have that point of view. So those are, that's number three. Now, number four how you become money. And I'm actually going to read it out of the book because it's just written to me so brilliantly. And of course, the book itself is called, um, you know, how to become money. So they have right in here where somebody asks, how do I become money? Here it is. First of all, you must have the vision of your life. And you do that by I am creativity. You are creativity as a vision. You are I am power as energy. You are I am awareness as knowing exactly that the world will be as you see it. And you are I am control. Not in a vested interest in how you get there, but in the awareness that the universe will move the cogs to bring about your vision. If you maintain your power and you maintain your awareness in alignment with what you do, Then, if you have those four elements in place, you can become I am money. Yeah. Now, maybe that sounds like Greek to you. (laughs) 
<laughs> and if it does, you may want to listen to this show a few times. Also, I highly recommend getting the book if you don't already have it and going through the workbook questions and really allowing yourself to get this. But basically, the way that I see that, if I was going to simplify that, is you actually choose it. You actually choose it. You choose to become money. You choose to become money. Now, I know the word choose often pisses a lot of people off. I don't know how. What, how do you choose? Like, I get it. I hear it. Believe me. And you choose it. You look at what's it going to take to actually choose to be, be money. Okay, well, first thing probably is you have to stop the stories that you don't already be it. And this is the one that nobody seems to really want to change. They love the stories. The stories are everything to them. The stories are the magic. The stories are the way they stay connected. The stories are their identity. Their stories are how they get to maintain to be the victim they be with money. It's the stories. And so for me, when I, when I read that, it's like, you got to get out of the story. You got to be willing to stop telling the story that you don't have it. You can't have it. You never had it. The economy, the government, the whatever, all of the stuff you're using, you have to be willing to stop that. And no matter what is going on, you actually choose to have and be money with that 10 second choice. So an example, you go out to dinner with friends, they start talking about how horrible the economy is. There's your choice. You can choose to join them in that conversation, which in that choice, when you start agreeing with them and saying, Oh my gosh, you're so right, it's horrible. And this is what's going on for me. And I don't have enough because and now you're choosing not to be money. Okay, you're always choosing. It doesn't matter as much as you want to pretend you don't know how to choose. If that's what you do, you're always choosing. Are you choosing towards what you're asking for? Or are you choosing against it? That's what you want to be aware of. So when you join them in that conversation, you're choosing not to be money. So it's actually extremely simple. <laughs> for as difficult as we like to make things, it's extremely simple. Would you like to be money? Would you like to actualize all of the cash and the wealth that you desire? Choose it every 10 seconds. Choose it every 10 seconds. Check in with yourself. Are you choosing towards it or are you choosing against it? What are you thinking about? What are you speaking about? That is how you know. And then once you start getting, you know, a sense of that and be like, wow, I actually have choice here. And so let's say you're sitting at dinner with friends and they're having that conversation and you recognize it. Like, please celebrate that. Because to me, that's huge. When we're willing to go, oh my gosh, I have a choice here. I have a choice here. Like to me, that's always like this mind blowing moment for myself. And I've had many of them over the years. So when we have that, then we go, okay. What would I like to choose? Oh, okay. You know what? I'm going to choose to be money. Now, in that conversation, remember allowance 
is not aligning and agreeing, nor is it resisting and reacting. So be aware if they, if that's where they are and that's where they'd like to stay. Cool. You don't need to tell them any different. You don't need to convince them to stop telling the story. You also do not need to listen to it. So you can be really creative. You can change the subject somehow, make a joke, change it, notice, you know, somebody in the room, you know, and kind of be like, oh my gosh, look at that person's coat. Isn't that cool? Or like totally get out of there. Or maybe it's like, oh my gosh, look at the time. I'm sorry, guys. I forgot. I have another appointment. I've got to run. And again, it's not that you have to run away every time somebody has a conversation, but you can recognize it actually as a choice you have. Because most of us haven't given ourselves that sort of permission. We go, oh my gosh, if I said yes to the visit with the friend or if I said yes to the business meeting or whatever, then this is part of it. What if it's not? Like truly, what if it's not? What if you get to choose even in that 10 seconds? They're choosing what they're choosing. Now, what would you like to choose? I find often you can just change the subject without the person even really recognizing what you're doing. And not from the place of, oh my gosh, I can't have this conversation. If I have this conversation, I'm not choosing to be money. And I like, it's not from that energy either. You're just from like, hey, what's creating greater? You know, I had a, I had a session recently um, and, and, it, and I, I was actually receiving the session. And that like, I just perceived the conversation was getting heavier and heavier and heavier. And so I was like, all right, I'm just going to sleep. And I just went to sleep. <laughs> And how does it get any better than that? That conversation was getting heavier. Now, it wasn't his fault. It wasn't my fault. It wasn't, oh, and I should say I was, I was getting a body process. <laughs> I should explain what sort of session because otherwise, you know, a lot of sessions, let's say you're at the physiotherapist, I'm not sure falling asleep would be effective, but I was getting a body process. So, you know, once we recognize that, it's like, oh, okay, so what other choice do I have here? I, I wasn't willing to get off the table. Body was loving the process. So what else is required? Oh, okay, yeah, I'm just going to go to sleep. How does it get any better than that? So again, it's recognizing every 10 seconds. Now, the other thing that is talked about in the book over and over and over that I love is the I am statements. Now, Again, this book was created many, many years ago. And in Access, we don't actually use I am statements anymore. So when I did the book and the programs, all of that, I changed it to something like Dane did, because uh, he did a program a couple of years ago on this book. And he changed it to I be statements. And that just felt so much yummier to me. So that's what I did. And you can do whatever you would like. It doesn't matter. Uh, but it's I be creativity I be awareness, I be control, I be power, I be money. And I added in also, <clears throat> I be potency. Because power, a lot of times people have a really misidentification of what that word means. Usually in this reality, when we talk about power, it's power over And so I added potency because that's more of an energetic fit, but having them all in there. So those are the ones that I used. And, and just saying them, whenever you're in the crazy about money, cash, wealth, whatever it is, start saying those like a mantra, because we be it. We be creativity. 
we be awareness, we be control, we be power, we be potency, we be money. (laughs) So for me, it was a brilliant tool when I was in stuck places with money or in the crazy with money. It also, when you say it, it actually puts you in the present where most people aren't willing to be with money. Most people are in the past with money and sometimes in the future with money, very rarely in the present. So by saying I be or I am, it actually puts you in the present with it. All right, so takeaway number five is that we are all great and glorious creators and we need to celebrate it. So... What would often be said in the book is one of the people would be saying, oh, I have all this debt or I have this money problem or whatever, and be like, hey, you are a great and glorious creator. Look at what you've created based on your point of view. You've created more debt. You've created more money problems. Like, let's celebrate that, which, you know, the first probably few times I read the book, I really had, um, I struggled with that because it was like making making fun of the person. But through these hundred days, what I recognized is it wasn't. What it was was not making it significant. And when we can recognize we're great and glorious creators of debt, then we can actually utilize those capacities to create what we would like. Yeah, so this goes back to what we were talking about earlier. If you don't like what you're creating, you can ask. What is the underlying point of view here? And change it. So if you are a great and glorious creator of debt or past expenditures, ask yourself, truth, what is the underlying point of view here? And then again, either interesting point of view or the clearing statement over and over just to start changing it. And please celebrate the great and glorious creator you are. Look at every area of your life, money and all the other areas. Celebrate what you have created because that is a capacity for what you've created. Even if it's the exact opposite of what you'd like to create, you have to acknowledge that you are the great and glorious creator. Celebrate it, acknowledge it, and then clear the underlying points of views and then look at what we were talking about earlier Okay, what would I like to create? What would I like to be choosing here? So if you would like to have your past expenditures paid off, then, okay, cool. Clear the underlying points of views around them and then choose towards that. And likely in that case, so let's say you had $10,000 of past expenditures that you would like to pay off. Now what you wanna do is make a plan. What does it take? Okay. Let's say $500 a month that goes automatically into that. So that would take 20 months to pay off. Um, Plus, of course, there's interest in all those things. So maybe you go in and you talk to the bank and they set up a payment plan or like take some sort of action, put something in place. Because once you do that, once you're choosing towards what you're, what you're asking for, everything changes and the universe always responds to action. So if you just sit back and go, okay, yeah, that would be really great to put on, you know, $500 a month on that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I'm going to do that one day. <laughs> you're probably not going to get near as far as if you're willing to actually take the action, set it up, set it up with the bank, the wh- whatever it is. And maybe you need to even 
cancel that card so you can't actually add to it. Like, what, what is the action? I'm just throwing ideas out there. So you need to look at it for yourself and what's actually required. So when you clear the underlying points of views, look at what's required, and then every 10 seconds, are you choosing towards it or are you choosing against it? Even look at what came up when I was talking about that. Did you go into, this is impossible, this will never happen for me, I can't have that. It's like, those are very interesting points of views. What are the underlying points of views there? And clear them. All right, we've got four more takeaways to go, one of which is pulling money to you. So wait for that. And I would love to invite you guys to the nine-month advanced intensive how to become money workbook uh, so after years and years after the original workbook was created gary created the advanced how to become money workbook so we went from 13 questions in the original workbook to 71 in the advanced workbook so this is why it is a nine month program we're doing it very differently. We're not doing all 71 questions for 100 days. That would be ridiculous. Um, well, I shouldn't say ridiculous. Not something that feels fun for me. Uh, and the this book is so, so different. So, in my world, very intensive. So, if you would like to join us, I would absolutely love to have you with us. You do have to have taken foundation. So, that is one of Gary's awarenesses with the Advanced How to Become Money Workbook it's required to have that base before you join us. So um, please know that that is not to keep anybody out. That is just an invitation to know that in order to really receive from the Advanced How to Become Money Workbook Foundation would um, contribute greatly to that. And of course, if you haven't taken foundation yet and you take it in the next little while, please know you can join us at any time. We're doing a chapter per month and everything is recorded. So you will have access to everything. We just did uh, the first Zoom. So we're having two Zooms per chapter. We did the first Zoom uh, for chapter one. Now in chapter one, there's actually 14 questions. So we did seven of the questions in the first Zoom and we'll do the other seven in the, in the second Zoom and talk about mind blown. Oh my gosh, my sweet friends. Oh my gosh. So would love to have you join us if it is fun for you. And of course, we'll have the links everywhere. If you can't find them, just reach out and I will send it to you. All right. Takeaway number six, money is not a necessity. And I know people want to scream and yell when they hear that, but let me just read this. So this is a quote from the book. Do not function from the assumption that money is a necessity. It is not. It is the breadth of you. It is what you are. You are money in totality. And when you feel yourself as money, and not as the necessity, you are expansive. And when you feel yourself as necessity in relationship to money, you diminish self and you stop the flow of money. <sighs> Everything that brings up, will you destroy an uncreated all times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, putt, putt, shorts, boys and beyonds. So to me, what this is, is all the ways that we distract ourselves with money. 
Because the minute we go into, oh my gosh, I won't be able to pay that bill. Oh my gosh, I'm going to get kicked out. Uh, I'll have to sell my car. I won't be able to, like all those things. Instead of, okay, I am money. I be money. What's required? Now, maybe it is going to create greater to sell your car. Maybe that is. But if you're doing it from, I need money to pay. I won't have enough. Like that's, you get the energy that they're talking about here, right? Like there's this, there's this recognizing yourself as money that you be it, that you can choose it, and there's an expansiveness with that. But the minute you go into the, I need it, I need it to live, I need it to pay my bills, I need it, you're diminishing yourself and you're stopping the flow of money. So all of the need you've been using to stop the possibilities with actualizing more money than you've never imagined possible. Will you destroy and uncreate all that? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, putt shorts, boys and beyonds. And I know it is a bit of a mind fuck. Money is not a necessity. Well, I have to live, I have to pay my rent, I have to, I have to, I have to. Do ya? Do ya? I mean, here in Canada, <laughs> in Alberta, I should specify, uh, actually probably all of Canada, but specifically Alberta. Yeah, right now it's cold as fuck. So having a house is nice. But you know what? When I really look at that, I actually have so many friends and family that would support me that if we, you know, weren't able to pay our mortgage and got kicked out and all the things that, you know, like the the crazy that can go on in your head sometimes, I actually don't need to pay my mortgage to have shelter. And even if all my friends and family got sick of me and kicked me out, there's shelters, there's possibilities, there's things. Because I know some of you have lived on the street. Some of you have totally done that. You know that it's possible. So we, we go into this drama trauma about what we need. Oh my gosh, if I, don't, if I don't make that payment, if I don't do that thing, if I don't... But all that's doing is distracting you from what you could create to actualize the cash to make the payment. <sighs> Everything that is really distorted. I created all right, wrong, good, bad, online, pod, pod, shorts, boys, and beyond. So I'm saying that kind of just to give you like a really big picture but please know, I'm not advocating not paying your bills or your mortgage or any of those things. One thing I know about myself, I would never choose that. I just know I wouldn't. It just doesn't work for my sweet body to not have a nice, beautiful, comfy place to live. It just doesn't work. So I know I wouldn't choose that. I'll always choose something. Now, maybe it would be different. Maybe, maybe I do it differently. May, who knows? But we really got to get out of this crazy of, oh my gosh, I don't have enough money. They're going to take my car. They're going to take my house. And, you know, when that's a billion worlds away, because that's the distraction of it. That's where you're stopping yourself. And that's where you're choosing to not be money. Yeah. All right. Takeaway number seven. Every confusion is based on the idea that you have no power and you have no ability. And this was a, a, an interesting one for myself because confusion, I'm not sure that's necessarily the word I would use, but it, it matches the energy that I can have or have chosen sometimes with, with money and stuff. And when I read that, I got it. 
It's the idea that you have no power and you have no ability. And for me, that's when we play the victim. So if we're going into, I don't know what to do. Oh my gosh, this is too hard. I can't figure it out. I'm so confused. How do I do? All you're doing is playing victim. Now, it doesn't mean that you have to know everything, but you just make a phone call or you text a friend or you find somebody or you sit down with a professional. You know, if you have 16 different credit cards and all the, you know, all the past expenditures on them and all of that, then sit down with somebody who knows how to do that sort of stuff and get it figured out. But instead, the distraction of the confusion, the pretending of the victim becomes way more valuable. So for me, that was a really big one. I I loved it, loved it, loved it. All right, takeaway number eight. None of us have a money problem. Not one of us, not you, and not you either. (laughs) Not one of us has a money problem. We just aren't willing to choose. So I know I've talked about choice a lot here and and it pretty much reiterates it, but I really just wanted to say it again. What are you choosing? Where are your thoughts? What are you speaking? Where's your energy? What are you asking for? And not just your, you know, your five minutes of asks in the morning. What are you asking for all day long with your thoughts, with your energy, with all of that? Because that's the choice. That is the choice. Those thoughts, those words, those feelings, those actions. Yeah, and I can remember years ago, I would always hear, this was way before I was studying access, I would hear about this 10%. And it, I mean, because it's a common thing, it is something we talk a lot about in access consciousness. And it's also a very common thing if you talk to any business or financial person, put away 10%, put away 10%. And I would hear it, and it wasn't until... I started studying access that I went, okay, yeah, you know what? I can do this. And I actually took the action. June of 2011. And it's so funny to me because it was a month where I was doing very little work uh, in terms of sessions and classes. I was actually taking a three-week class, uh, all day long three-week class. And So, I mean, the month that I would say probably had the least amount of money to do it, that's when I started. And whenever throughout that time where I would feel like I couldn't do it or didn't have enough money or all the things, I would look at that and go, hey, if I started that month when I had the least amount of income, I can do this now. And, you know, I have different radio shows about the 10% and all of that. So there's more to it than that. But just to know, you just have to choose just have to choose. And what action can you take? What action can you take? And takeaway number nine, uh, definitely not my, you know, I had way more than nine takeaways, but for the purpose of this show, uh, the ones that were most ease for me to put words to, uh, you can pull money to you. And this is something, I mean, I've, we've all probably been doing energy pulls or those of you that have been playing with me for a while, probably all done energy pulls to a certain degree. And the way it's discussed in the book and the way that I ended, I would say actually every one of the thir- like of the hundred days, I always ended with a kind of a fun energy pull money pull type of thing. It works. <laughs> 
you actually can pull money to you. Of course, you can pull anything to you, right? Everything's energy. We can pull it all to us. And what would you like to pull to you? And the, the one I was just so tickled with was uh, one morning we were getting ready to go to, I guess I was getting ready to pack. We were off to Australia for the three weeks and was searching in my, I kind of have this big uh, tub where I keep things that I use when I travel. And so I was digging through there for a plug and had to move this purse that's been in there for, I don't know, I would say at least a year, if not more. And when I moved it, it had like change in it, but a lot of change. <laughs> and I just thought, I was just, it made me curious. So I picked it up, opened it up, and there was over $2,000, not in change. <laughs> that would be very heavy. Uh, all this money, just all this cash, hundreds, fifties, you know, and a bunch of change. And so it just, I just, I just freaking love it. I just love it. So I am going to, for any of you who would like that download, I have taken one of them that we did, not the 13 questions, but the actual energy pull of it after, and I've put it onto audio. So if you would like to have that, uh, it is my gift to you and you'll find it on the on the blog post. So if you go to my webpage, glenisehughes.com, go to radio show up the top, it'll be probably, you know, well, depends when you're listening to this. I was going to say it'll be the most recent one, but you might be listening to this later on. Uh, so whenever you're listening to it, you'll just have to go find it. There's a search option option. So you can type in, you know, takeaway or something like that to find the show. Uh, and it was also recorded in January of 2020. So you might be able to find it that way. Uh, of course, you can always message me for the link too. And you can go download the pull and utilize it over and over and just have so much fun with it. And you can sleep with it on, of course. You can listen to it once a day. You can listen to it once and never again. I mean, really, whatever works for you. Uh, but you can pull money to you. So there you have it. There are my 10, no, nine takeaways from the How to Become Money Workbook 100 times in 100 days. So awesome. And again, I invite you to the advanced How to Become Money Workbook intensive, the nine month. And somebody said, uh, it's like we will be having a baby. And so I wonder how many money babies we will actualize together. Uh, so would love to have you there and have an awesome week, my sweet friends. I look forward to playing next week.